so mad, punched me in the face, and we had the video game in our room, punched me in the face and threw me out of our room. This being, I don't know, alien, I don't know if it was an angel, I don't know what it was, I can't tell you, still to this day. Didn't say in English anything, but I could telepathically hear it say, no, 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 that's not what this is about, we're here to teach you something. think Michelle Obama's a man and then like you can play both sides of that you'd be like I one time saw her in basketball shorts and saw like something floppy and then you could also play the other side where it's like it's insane and racist and very judgmental to even insinuate this and then people are like you're a it's so fun the internet's so fun mother nature could have her way with me at the drop of a hat. I'm like nothing on this one. Anytime. Mother Nature runs the show, bro. Like, Mother Nature wants you gone, you're gone. Hello and welcome to the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. Come today by the one and only Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, and our guest today is the amazing, the outstanding, the incredible Josh Jovanovic. I'm super excited for this one. This one was a lot of fun. Josh came on the show. Uh, he's a buddy of mine from basketball, and you know I met him. I met dude. It's crazy. I met this guy less than a year ago playing basketball, and he's been so open and receptive and supportive of the show, and he's come on, and man, we had such a blast. He really talked a lot about his spiritual awakening and, you know, the different things that he's gone through to get him to where he is today, and I really, really enjoyed this one. It was kind of a different kind of, uh, you know, kind of different avenue for us as far as guests, but he was really informative with what he had to say. He had a lot of great stories some crazy coincidences, and I just really, really enjoyed this one. Jada, what do you think? I think me and me and Josh are on the same page. We're both worried about how calcified your pineal gland is. Sure. And I think together, you know, as a unit, we can we can decalcify you and get you get you open, get your chakras oh. aligned, and maybe get your oh. Jedi powers. I don't know. You know, I don't know. We okay. can take it anywhere. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Man, you decalcify your pineal glands, and the world's your oyster, babe. Yeah, you got to hey. get some CLR, CLR in your pineal gland, and it'll take the calcium oh, right off of it. Love it. So nice. Very good. So, yeah, like we said, on the show today, Josh Shavanovich. Super excited for this. And uh, I'm Matt Lavelle. He's J.F. Justin Richardson. This is the Work Effects Podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> Okay, hello and welcome to the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. He's Jacob Justin Richardson. Like I said, our guest today is the one and only Josh Jovanovich. Uh, I met Josh playing basketball, like I said, at the uh, LA Fitness. He's a great dude, and I'm really excited that he's on the show. Uh, he's been nothing but supportive of the show and supportive of me, and just been a really good dude ever since I met him. So super excited to get this thing started. So Josh, I'd just like to ask, what movie do you think is better? Godfather Part 1 or Godfather Part Two. Never seen either one. Love it. Great. Glad. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Godfather Part Two. Excellent choice, Josh. Excellent choice. Very good. 
You picked the winner. Very nice. What about Cheetos? Are you crunchy or are you puffed? Um, I'll go crunchy because the puff ones get stuck in my teeth too much and it bothers me. This guy. You get it. You get it. I saw a gimmick the other day where it was, it was, you know how like they show you like those life hack things on like YouTube or whatever. Yeah. And what the lady did was she took scissors and cut the corners off of the Doritos bag or whatever, Cheetos or whatever it is, right? Then opened the bag all the way, then took the two corners of the bag and put them on her fingers so she didn't get any cheese dust on the fingers. I saw a thing the other day. A person took a cupcake, ripped the top off, yep. turned it around and made a sandwich yep. out of it so you get it all over your hands. I do that. It's the only way, only way to do it. I've been, do yeah. I'll tell you. Second, I don't know when or how I saw that, but the sec because it makes because you try to eat a cupcake, and especially sense. now they make all those fancy like cupcake places. Oh, they have yeah. like, all these schmutz on top. They got yeah. tons of Oreo on there. They got so food. much schmutz. And uh, yeah, you pull that cake, you, you give it a press, and now you have like almost an oatmeal cream pie looking. Cupcake. Terrific! It's incredible. It's the only way to do it. And also, wow. sometimes there's too much icing. You can do a nice little knockoff before you mm. you make that sandwich. Deep, 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 deep. Yeah. You can really regulate yeah, yeah. your ice cream levels appropriately. Before you were just like, and they get in your, you get, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's too I much, get. too much. Plus, too, you get the correct cake to icing ratio. You know what I mean? Cake to icing ratio is the way to go. I, I'm not a huge icing person, so it's perfect that way. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. I'll tell you. I know this might sound weird, but I attend a lot of little kids' birthday parties, guys. <laughs> Let's just skip that. Just skip it. <laughs> Being that I have a kid, I've been to a bunch of them. And you, uh, you know, I'll tell you, I've introduced that to a lot of people and it's changed a lot of lives. I will say that. Nice. So, yeah. Yep. So, very good. Let's keep it moving then. Uh, all right. What do you, who do you like better, Bill Murray or Chevy Chase? Oh, Bill Murray. Chevy Chase. He got good movies. He's a he sure is. He sure is. Yep. What about uh, yeah. waffles or pancakes? They're probably waffles good. by far. Pancakes are good, but waffles you can do anything with. Pancakes got a couple things you can do. Waffles you can make in anything. I saw these waffles at Wegmans the other day. Thick, and thick blueberry waffles. I saw this lady grabbing them, and I was like, "Ooh!" Now after this podcast is done, I'm gonna go buy some because we're going to Wegmans anyway. Thanks for the reminder. Oh, of course, absolutely glad I could help. Love it. Love a good waffle. Very good stuff. Uh, what the? Did you ever play video games, Josh? Were you a video? I still game do. Guy? I'm a Call of Duty guy, but yeah, I still play video games. Okay, are you Xbox or PlayStation? I like both. I don't really care because I like the games, but I have an Xbox. There you go. There you go. How do you like that? Justin? Xbox and Cheetos. That's all I do all day, nonstop. Oh, Just dude, that is that. the I life. Wanna, I don't want to jinx it. Ask him the uh, ask him the last one. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean, I'll tell you though, back in the day, right? Like when you picked up a, like you go over your buddy's house and you pick up a controller just full of Cheeto dust. You're oh. like, bro, what's going on here, guy? Dude, come on. Like, yeah, take those orange, take take those Donald Trump fingers and get them away. <laughs> yeah. How about you just, it? You ever go over a kid's controller has bite marks in it? Oh, yeah. 100%. That just means they're freaking out when they're by yeah, themselves. Yeah. Freaking out playing NHL 95, just chewing on it. Oh, that sounds good, though. What is, did you have a game that you like? I, like, do you have a, I know what game I'm thinking of that I've legit lost my mind at. And it's Madden. I've Madden. lost my mind at Madden. I broke right, like, both of my thumbs, Chase. And the first time he beat me, he wouldn't oof. let me rematch. So oof. I got pissed. I was like 14 or 15. I chased him. I hit a hole, broke my left thumb. About two months later, same kind of scenario. I got mad again. And I forget how the second time wasn't falling, but something else had broke the right one. So I broke both thumbs. 
Ooh. Being pissed off about it. You have to Man. have like the full uh, cast for the thumb, don't you? Yep, but I'll tell you this. You know how they tell you don't put your cast in water? Both times I was a kid, so I didn't care. Plus, I was yeah. smoking weed at the time, but right. I didn't care. I went into the pool with it all the time. And when Dissolves. I went to the doctors, dude, when I went to the doctors at the end, my doctor said, This is the cleanest arm I've ever seen come out of a cast. So I don't know if you should be swimming with it or not, but I was good. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. It probably felt wow. so good, too, to sit in the water. You're like, oh. Amazing. Amazing. Dude, I can't imagine the smell coming out of some of those casts. You know what I mean? Like, oy vey, you know? Ugh. Oof. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you, speaking of older brothers getting mad at younger brothers with video games, I remember one time we had, remember NFL Blitz? NFL Blitz 99, I, I believe it was. I loved NFL Blitz and NFL say. Street. Great, great game, right? Great games. Both of them, right? I was a big fan of playing as the Jets when because I had Testa Verde to Wayne Corbett going on. It was a good combo. Yeah, Curtis Martin combo. as the running back. You know what I mean? Like the Jets were a pretty good team to play with in Blitz, babe. <laughs> right? And I just remember one time, like my brother I, would beat me at every video game ever. And I, I trained hard in Blitz and I figured it out and I worked it down and I like crushed him. He got so mad. Punched me in the face, and we had the video game in our room. Punched me in the face and threw me out of our room. That's what you get for being good with Wayne Sherbert. <laughs> good old Sherbert. Good old uh, Sherbert. The salt in the slot. Yeah. So. <laughs> the nice. So okay, and then the last question, the most important question, will probably ever be asked, Josh. Uh, when it comes to eating wings, are you a drum or are you a flat? By far, flats, dude. The drums come like. I don't I like both I don't care but sometimes especially because I get them all the time from Wegmans they got like the pre-made ones you just heat up in the oven which are terrific by the way garlic pretty good the garlic parm yeah pretty good but dude the problem with the with the big ones are the drums is sometimes you get those disgusting pieces of meat on it where like you're chewing and it's like a chewy cartilage piece and I despise yeah it's for barbarians it is it is for mini- yeah. for miniature barbarians because like it's like their <laughs> turkey drumstick it's just for smaller people. Yeah, yeah. No, you you're not wrong. There are, you know, I'm a I'm a full time I'm a big drum supporter. Uh but yeah, sometimes, you know, but sometimes you get a soggy flat too. So you vote no Republican, good. huh? You're a big Trump supporter? I gotcha. <laughs> you uh you almost had the clean sweep. You were a I almost did, guy. Justin. I'm sure you're happy with that. The only idea. thing that you and I agree on are flats. All right, else, that's fair. You're an animal. so all right good stuff let's keep it moving so josh super excited to have you a little backstory on how i met josh your boy here has been uh shooting some hoops playing some b-ball uh rocking the rims whatever you call it at la fitness and you know it's crazy how it just it just happens where it's like you're there one day and i'm shooting around and then i met sam sam's like hey man do you want to play one-on-one played one-on-one with sam did not win. Did not win. I'm telling everybody right now, your boy didn't beat Sam. Sam's all right. Sam can play, right? And then, you know, Bobby was there. So Bobby's like, yo, forget one one. Let's play rough. Start playing rough. So me, Sam, and Bob, right? And then Chase comes along, right? And Chase is like, yo, let's play two on two. So then we did two on two. And then Josh comes along. And Josh is like, hey, let's get one more guy. We'll get threes. Got one more guy. We got threes. And then now 
We're getting four and four, five and five, full court action going on. It's been a great time. Met some good dudes, some good players, man. But I'll tell you, Josh has been, he's just been one of the best guys going. He's super kind and nice and respectful to everybody. He's a hell of a player, hell of a competitor, and he's just a lot of fun to be around. He helps with the camaraderie, and he's just a real nice guy. So super excited to have him here. Josh, you know, from from what you've told me, you've had a bit of a spiritual renaissance going on. Yeah. So super excited for you, really happy for you, and I'm really excited to hear about it. So what do you got going on, brother? Let me have it. Yeah, so I um, I, was, I come from a finance background. I worked at big companies for a long time, and I ran big books of money. And back in June of last year, I was in my apartment, and it was it was a process of awakening. And what I mean by it is like I slowly was working on myself. I was eating better. I was thinking better thoughts. I had gone through a divorce, which I forgave everyone. Forgiveness is a big thing, part of this. But um, I was going through all this stuff and I knew that I wasn't in something I wanted to do. And I, I, so I was buying mushrooms one night and my buddy was like, hey, I'll drop them off at your apartment. I'm on that way. Of course, it starts raining, had no car at the time. And he goes, oh, my bad. I can't do it tonight. I have to go to back home and he went all the way back to where he lived which was down in philly so and instead of freaking out which i usually do again not usually but would get all pissed off and send him mean texts like no you're driving that shit here blah 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 i decided you know what i'm gonna get a lift down there i'm gonna start taking things easier from here on out and i'm not gonna let things get to me and i already have been that way where i didn't want things to bother me as much as they used to. so i get back to my apartment didn't mind you not taking any mushrooms i wasn't on them and as i'm sitting there i'm playing call of duty with three of my buddies and all three of them can attest to it, which is the craziest part. I'm listening to the song Somewhere Over the Rainbow as like, it was like a joke that we played and I'm kind of zoned out and I feel this weird sensation over my shoulder. Like something was watching me and I was like, that was weird. And I kind of like blank out for like 30 seconds and we get, you know, we lose our match and somebody's like, dude, what's going on with you? And I was like, dude, I don't know what's happening right now. My mind like zoned out and I went into this like trance for like, I, I could, I don't know if it was five minutes or an hour, but all of a sudden I feel this thing over me again. And I'm like, I can't play guys. I, something's happening to me. So I'm sitting in my chair and all my friends like, dude, what are you doing? And like, I felt this. So then all of a sudden I like look out my window, which is over to my left here. Well, you can see it on my right hand, but it's over to my left. And I see this like glowing light outside of my apartment. And I'm like, oh no, I'm going to fucking die. I truly thought I was dying. It, it felt like I was dying. So I start crying and I say like, no, listen, please just let me say bye to my brother and my dad. This is not the way I want to go, blah, blah, blah. And this being, I don't know, alien. I don't know if it was a angel. I don't know what it was. I can't tell you still to this day. Didn't say in English anything, but I could telepathically hear it say, no, 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 that's not what this is about. We're here to teach you something. So as I do this, I all of a sudden turn the game off. Um, so like I'm in my chair, the one I'm sitting in right now, looking at the TV behind me. And this being came in and like taught me how to read energies. I've always felt like I was great at reading energies of people, reading energies of rooms, knowing if somebody was lying or not. And it taught me how it started at the pit of my stomach where I had this little sensation. And mind you, the next day I woke up, I thought it was all a dream. Woke up the next day. What did so it look for like? about five, six, what was I saying, J-Dub? What kind of size, like how, what did, what did the spirit alien, what did it look like? It was, was it, that's the thing. Up? It wasn't in a form. It was a glowing white, huge light that, I'll tell you this. 
anything you ever felt in your life that you felt was love has never loved you the way that thing showed me what love was. I was crying on mushrooms yet was not. That's the crazy part. So like, like open the bag real violently and inhale. (laughs) And listen, they were candy bars. I don't have them anymore, but like, I will say this for the six months previous to that, I did do micro dosing, but I hadn't done them then, you know, like at least two, three weeks. So it's not like I just like did a huge trip of mushrooms and felt this, but so what happened was though, and in my opinion, I still don't know. I'm working on it. I'm going through a lot with meditation and meeting other spiritual leaders and things. But I know that that about a week or two later, I quit my job. I've been going down this path for a while, just up and at him quick because it's not my path. But I will tell you that what I've learned from all this is that we're all connected as one. We don't know it, but we are. We're all a one consciousness that's together in like a collective We've been taught that we're not, that we're separated, that we're just regular human beings that, that just live a life and there's no other beings in the universe and that we live on this earth. That, but I will tell you this, and I can promise you, you can ask my girlfriend, you can ask friends that know me, things have been happening to me that you would not believe. People coming into my life, experiences coming into my life that I'm attracting on a daily basis. And when you ever hear those things called like angel numbers where people see numbers and see things like that, ever since that time, I've been seeing numbers pop up right when I need them. I've been seeing um, opportunities have been coming to me that never would have came to me before. I've been, like I said, I met people. I was on a trip to Florida. My girlfriend was kind of skeptical about it. We were going to go to this whole other place for dinner. I'm like, no, no, we need to go here for some reason sit down. The guy next to me happens to be in the exact same thing as me. And we talked about it for like an hour. So it's just been like crazy shit happening. And ever since that, this energy that I have is growing and growing and growing. So it's been a, it's been a unique experience. And my thing is to try and enlighten people the best I can to it. So that when things start to change in the world, which they already have, you will be at least awake a little bit to it so that you could start to evolve with the rest of humanity. Cause there's going to be a big change coming and I'll bet you within, I don't, I can't say actually a time frame, but I'll say within the next year or two, you're going to see huge changes coming to like a lot of different things. And you're going to remember February 6th, 2024 as the day you go, maybe I should start looking into that's incredible wow yes i mean what an experience first off takes a lot of courage for you to admit that experience buddy a lot of people you know would either had had felt that would try to write it off because they'd be scared of the experience and petrified wouldn't be real they'd be terrified oh this can't be real this could this can only be uh me making up my mind but the fact that you're willing to speak about it and and express it and talk about it you know, a lot of people might say different things about it. I always come back to this, right? And I think I I heard a comic say this one time, is that people that, you know, there's people out there that are skeptics that won't believe. I in, was a skeptic. A, right. And there's, and there's other people out there like that, you know, and they're like conspiracy theorists and all this stuff, right? I think about this. I think about... You know, if how people might want to spin the narrative like, oh, this guy, he doesn't know what he's talking about or something like that. In my mind, I think about those people that said that FDR had polio when they were keeping it under wraps and that he couldn't walk. And they're like, there's a reason he's always sitting down. Right. They were right. right? There was a grandpa out there back in the the early 1900s saying, you know, that FDR, the reason he doesn't stand up is because he can't walk because he got polio. And they're like, no, that's not true. And it was true. So, but either way, what you're saying, Josh, is that this is an incredible experience, life changing, and there's not too many people that get to experience this kind of thing. I do have to ask this, right? 
first. Somewhere over the rainbow. Is it the regular version or is it the ukulele version? The ukulele you said version. What? The Hawaiian guy singing it? Hawaiian guy singing it. So yeah, good. it's a banger. So and Matt, good. just so you know, too, just be, to be honest with you, I would have never, if you asked anybody before this, I didn't believe in anything. I just believe that our consciousness was something that was would because I know like connections with my brother and connections with people I know. I knew that was something, but I didn't believe in any afterlife. I didn't believe in any of this stuff. And even and when you say the scared part, I was absolutely petrified for the first five months. Matt, when I first met you, the reason I was so nice and kind of blah, blah, I truly thought I was on this mission or something from God where I had to be this like saint figure and eat really well and not have me do all these things. And what I've learned is it is an experience. You are a human or you are a spirit having a human experience. And the more you open up to the experience of, hey, there's more out there to this, things start to come to you. Like, here's an example. Your your mind runs, right? You talk to yourself in your mind. Blah, blah. Yeah. Whatever you think in your head, when you don't, when like you can stop that, there's something observing those thoughts. Those thoughts, you can't see those thoughts. It's not like you say, oh, here, I'm thinking this, I can see that. That's got to be coming from somewhere else. And what happens with this is when you start to be the observer and not the constant chatter in your mind, you start to realize your life has synchronicities to it that were meant specifically for you. You have to unlock that first, which I'm still learning. But things come to you in waves where like, okay, I like as an example, a lot of times when I'm having really good thoughts or really good things that are occurring in my life, I'll see my mom's name in different license plates all the time. It's coming up all the time. I'll go to a store and I know that I'm doing this new thing. And like the other day, $11.11 came out. When I looked up that angel number, it was about new beginnings and things like that. But your life is laid out in a way that you can start to read these things and find easier paths along. And again, I promise you, I promise you, if you would have said this, if if somebody said this to me a year ago, I would have said that person's full of shit. Man, crazy how one thing like how this can change your whole like perspective on the world and, and your life. Like Wild. here's a way to stop your thoughts in your head, like both you and J Dub right now. You can't like in your head if you just stop and go. Go ahead and try and think of what your next thought will be. You can't because it just comes from somewhere. So when you start to become the observer of those thoughts, you notice that. Oh, shit, there's something observing all of this at all times that is trying to not be so judgmental, not be so on the go, not be so, uh, you know, angry with myself, all these different things. And when you become the observer of these thoughts, your life kind of lays itself out in an easier way. It's really weird. That is. Uh, do you ever do you meditate every single day? Right before this, I was meditating from 345 until five o'clock. I don't. Wow. What is it? Transcendental meditation. They use like a, I, I'll, I can't think of the, the, the term, but they use like a, a word you repeat over and over again. Yeah. A mantra. mantra yeah. A mantra. I, yeah. I don't do that because it's not a bad thing. It is a good thing when you're starting because a lot of people have a misconception about it is that you're supposed to stop your mind. That's not it at all. You're supposed to sit with your thoughts and see why you're thinking them. And I promise you, if you ever meditate and you sit with those thoughts for a while, you'll start to notice, oh shit, that thought doesn't come back anymore because you've processed it and it's gone. So today, I probably had anywhere from like 15 to 45 seconds of no thought that something will come up, I'll sit with it. Kind of think about it as passing clouds. When you can be the observer of, of the passing clouds, you start to notice the thoughts don't mean shit. They're not you, they're society's thoughts. They're all these things that you've got through your life that you're trying to project out there. Those aren't you. The core of you is a loving 
caring being that is trying to live this life in a human experience. And it's pretty wild when you can just see them passing by, because that's what I'll, I'll kind of tell you when I meditate is I can't tell you I ever quiet my mind, but I do quiet it enough to go, oh shit, start to focus on my third eye, focus on not thinking as much. You start to almost see them going by, like, where are these thoughts coming from? Because every single version of you, every single version of Matt, all of, there's, infinite numbers of you that exist but what it is is it's the raising of your consciousness that you start to program yourself into new ways of thinking so anything you want in your life you can really get you just need to learn how to evolve that consciousness into what you want it to be yeah damn one thing i remember i had a buddy of mine told me former guest of the show friend of the show billy to bob and billy nichols told me that he uh, uh one of the things he told me was is that you have i think it's like something like 90 percent of your thoughts You'll have like if you. I told like, you this. Remember that the ninety percent thing. And then ninety the percent of your thoughts today are tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's thoughts are today. So if you could start to reprogram those, your tomorrow's thoughts will be a little bit better. Your next day's thoughts will be a little bit better. That's what yeah. I did for six months. I just kept doing mantras, Jade. I'm going. I am kind. I am generous. I am rich. I am happy. I am joyous. I am prosperous in all situations. Blah blah blah. And ever since that's been happening, my whole life has changed because. 90% of your thoughts today are tomorrow's thoughts. So you want to just keep reprogramming those thoughts to change. Justin, do you, do you understand that? Where it's like 90% of the things that you think about today, you're going to think about 90% of them again tomorrow. And yep. then 90% of them again the next day. So that you're thinking the same stuff every day. Yep. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like, true. And you're carrying that with you every day. Yeah. That, well, that's like why, like, you get like these sm small fascinations of like, you know, a show or, a, you know, maybe not a book for you, Justin, but maybe a song or something <laughs> like that. But it's like, you know, but like something like that will carry a small fascination until that becomes your everyday thinking. Then you're like done with. But that's only a small medial thing. Right. Yep. Like you, you're thinking about like your wife, your family. And then like I dude, I replay like, you know, things from my childhood all the time in my head. You know what I mean? Like shit like that gets replayed constantly. So the know? way I re raised my vibration so much, Matt and J-Dub, and the way that I was able to get through a lot of those things is I meditated. I sat with them and figured out why was I addicted to Percocets when I was younger? Why did I like to drink so much? Why did I blame my parents for things? Why was I angry at my ex-wife? All these things that I did that one helped me become who I am today. I fucking love myself. And not in a way where it's like, hey, I'm better than anyone. I mean, like the person that I am is because of everything I went through. And when I was able to sit with those thoughts and not just, because a lot of times I would just blank them out with alcohol or something. Now when I'm able to not do those things and sit with those thoughts let them sit there, forgive myself for things, forgive others for things. I learned that you can easily, they can go away. And here's just one more example. My ex-wife cheated on me when I was in a marriage for a long time. And at the time I blanked it out with drinking. I blanked it out with all these things. When this happened to me, I thought like he's going back to the being afraid. I was petrified. I thought I was going to die. I went in, I had this dream that somebody was going to kill me. I went into her, I went into a hospital. She's a doctor. Went into a hospital of over 500 different buildings, never been there before. Something showed me that, that this energy brought me to the exact room that she was in. And we sat down, we forgave each other, we cried, we hugged. And ever since then, it's been a great relationship. Just things I've been able to process now where I wasn't before has changed me significantly and could change anything. Do you think that had you had this spiritual awakening prior to maybe 
that situation that you would have been able to make the marriage work? Or do you think that the marriage, that was just part of your journey? It's 100% part of my journey and I appreciate it. But what I've learned from this, I wouldn't have been able to. And what I've yeah. learned from this is you go through things on a t on like a certain time frame, and you need to go through certain things to get to where you want to be. And yeah. if it wasn't for all of that, I never would be where I am and who I am today. So when I look back on it now, when I used to look back on it in anger, I look back on it now with love. I only see the good moments from it. And it, 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 made me like cry multiple times in the past, just knowing like, Hey, my best friend of 10 years, instead of hating one another, we're now, we're now completely fine and we're cool. And that like makes me happy to know I don't hold grudges. I don't hold one thing that anyone would have told you even before this is I don't judge anyone for anything because yeah. we all go through a lot of stuff and like to get those negative thoughts cleared and to be able to be the happy person that I am now is like the greatest gift. I would rather be who I am now and be completely broke than be a billionaire sad with their life and always having negative thoughts because yeah. you make the world what you, what you're inside, like the way you see yourself is how you're going to see the outer world. And no matter what you think, that's the way it is. And because I see everybody with no matter who, where you come from or who you are, you're a good person or you have good qualities, no matter what you've done, it's because of certain situations in the past. When you start to see that you see the best in people, and you connect with people like Matt, you said, how many people did I, I didn't know any of you guys. Now I'm friends with all of you because yeah. I make friends very easy because I see the best in everyone. I truly do. Yeah, no, that's definitely, I could, I definitely see that you're super encouraging and positive and reassuring. I, yeah, you, and you, dude, you're an easy guy to like, I will say that, Thanks, you bro. know, yeah, of course. Uh, so real quick question. So you're good at reading energies. Do you remember what you thought of my energy when we first met? I would say yes. So the thing, so two things. One, I will, I'm not going to, uh, first of all, I knew that you were a good guy when I met you because you're always, when we're there, no matter what's going on, you're positive with other people. I like to see that in any, so that was good. And I wouldn't have stayed around with all you guys if any of you had bad energy, because that's something where you learn that too. And it's, it's a shame, but like I've even cut out family members, friends that I love them still. But you know what's good for you on your way up and what's not. And you guys happen to be where I stick with, I'm in text with, I play basketball with. So all of you have good energy, everybody we play basketball with. So I'll give you a, a, a nine out of 10 because nobody's a 10, buddy. Sure. It's not color-based sure. energies? <laughs> no, it's not color-based energies. It gives off like a, like, a, like a light yellow hue. <laughs> I was going to say a pinkish hue. <laughs> yeah, well, this is kid I know. He's, he's depressing as hell. And I can't hang out with him because he literally bums me out every time I, uh, I like leave his apartment and I'm just like, yeah. And I like some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth, but like most of it, I'm just like, what the hell is this? And buddy, you're so right because they're, and you, I've learned this too. There's people that are called energy vampires and <laughs> they literally. Colin Robinson. <laughs> and they, they will suck energy from you because of how down they are. And it's, it's Ugh. a shame because I want everyone to be better. I, uh, but they, they will suck energy from you. I promise you that's a real thing. I, I used to yeah. love going on, uh, like, especially like during the pandemic, uh, like I'd go on Instagram and just like argue with people to like just say insane things just to like piss them off. Like, yeah, do your own research, like check the facts and like insane things like the space is fake. There's a ferment above the earth, um, <laughs> which I do think. But... Yeah, so sick as above. So below, dude, I have so much stuff Boom. on it just because I love firing up crazy people. Uh, satellites are on balloons. Sorry. Anyway, so uh, in the process of doing that, though, like I realized like there'd be nights where like I'm just going back and forth with like, 
a, another person who is also just sitting in their living room just like for an hour and a half just writing yep. insane things to each wait, other. Wait, 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 Justin, what? hold on. I I just I gotta ask this. So I I have to I have to literally beg you to post a video of yourself that I've created. This is right? a while ago, yeah. But you'll spend an hour and a half arguing with some freaking strunza over the flat earth bullshit? Well, I stopped because I identified <laughs> it as a problem. And I was like, I have to stop. Like, yeah. it, would be, it got to like 3 a.m. one night, and I was just <sighs> like, you got to do your own research. Joe Biden invented the vaccine. And <laughs> And just like, I was like, what am I doing? Who is this yeah. for? This is for no one. I'm just doing this to humor myself. Yeah. And this uh, is insane. I would, yeah. I got I you, mean, man. That's, I, it's, it's a, it's a hole you can fall in, no matter if you thought it was a joke or not, which it was, but like, yeah. it always starts can... fun, just like drugs. It starts fun. And then it gets yeah. dark. Oh, drugs and you're doing it alone. Fun. Yeah. And then you're doing it alone at three o'clock in the morning and you're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Stop yep. doing drugs and stop emailing people or texting people for no reason. I get you. Yeah. 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 Drugs gets weird. Yeah. For <laughs> sure. But damn, that's, I mean, that does sound kind of, I mean, charging up some morons is fun, but still, it's like, whoa, whoa, you got to cool it, babe. But either way, so but, the, the, the people think Michelle Obama's a man. And then, like, you can play both sides of that. You'd be like, I one time saw her in basketball shorts and saw, like, something floppy. And then you could also play the other side where it's, like, it's insane and racist and very judgmental to even insinuate this. And then people are like, you're a cock. It's so fun. The internet's so fun. Here's the thing I've learned, too, from this is that I because I've always used to, not anymore. I used to pride myself on being, like, a really smart guy. I know a lot about – I know a little about a lot of stuff. But I've learned I don't know shit about anything. None of us. So (laughs) I don't know shit about fuck Marty. From, uh, All right. <laughs> it made me know that there's uh it's easy to get caught in those holes. That's so yeah. 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 Especially too, when you have like, if you have a way to, to like relay anonymous belief, you know what I mean? Like there's no consequences for your arguments. You're anonymous, yeah. you know, like no one knows it's you. And you know what no... I mean? Like you can have an anonymous conversation and you might've walked past this person on the street a thousand times and not known. Good. You know what I mean? And like yep. this person legit could have thought of murdering you at <laughs> yeah. this time. And they probably they only knew. And when they when you're saying that Michelle Obama's got a fucking hog, you know, they're probably like, I'm going to kill this son of a bitch when I find him. Right. Turns out, you know, slap jockey 25 is just fucking winding you up. I mean, you know, it's wild. Justin, did you see? I mean, I don't want to date us, but I put out a clip today of Justin where he relays the meaning of the whole nine yards, or so we thought. I don't know what that means. Was I wrong? Did you look you it up? You never heard, Josh, have you ever heard the saying, the whole nine yards? I saw the movie, the whole nine yards. Same. Yeah, well, it's like the whole nine yards. You know what I mean? Like I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, it's just a saying, right? And we had talked about it on a previous show, the, like, you know, did we believe in dumb stuff? Apparently, Justin, we both believed that, because I was wrong. I mean, the it's person came. It's not true. Justin <laughs> said that the the origin of the whole night, or at least, well, I'll say this: the internet says it's not true, and that by the internet I mean some, you know, jamoke that left a comment on the video. Yeah, but yeah, either way, anything. he said that you, uh, it sounded pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> he said that we're idiots. First thing he said: we're idiots. Doesn't know us. Listen to a thirty-eight I mean, second clip. Said we're idiots. Not first wrong. thing, right? <laughs> and then. He says that the whole nine yards, it's from uh, if you're a tailor, 
It takes nine yards of fabric to create a suit. That sounds reasonable, but I don't know. So what suit? A suit for who? A child? It said it's nine yards of fabric to create a suit. So that's why to the nines is a thing and Mm -hmm. the whole nine yards is a thing. You know what I learned today or a couple days ago that when they say there's a like 30% chance of rain, that means that 30% of the area is going to rain, but it's a hundred percent chance of rain. Whoa. Whoa. whoa, Yeah. So like, let's say King of Prussia today had a 30% chance of rain. It means King of Prussia is going to rain, but only 30% of it is going to get rain. Oh, wow. I I thought it was like, Oh no. You know, you know, 30, you know, it's a three out of 10 that it's going to rain. Nope. No, I, I thought that for 35 years. I just learned it like a month ago. Wow. So it's, so it's so they have like an area cordoned off and they're like, look, there's gonna be rain. You're only gonna get, you know, eighteen percent of the town's gonna get rained on. You yep, might exactly. be okay. Exactly. Wow. That's right? wild. Right. I did not know that. That's Didn't wild. Either. Did you know the thing, Josh? Swallowing gum. What happened? Tell me. Uh it stays in your stomach for so many years or whatever. Okay. 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 Honestly, dude, until last Tuesday, <laughs> I believe that. I believe that myself. Justin, please. Made up, uh, I, I, again, this is probably wrong, but made up by Michigan University to see how fast <laughs> rumors spread in like 17, 1970 something. Huh, yeah. I didn't know. Dude, that's Dude but I've known I, that since I was a kid, right? I literally thought that too. I would never swallow gum because of that. I don't think now, but I, well, not as of right now. But I still would have thought that until you told me that. Yeah, dude, I told my daughter that the other day. I gave her gum for the first time. I was like, don't swallow it. It takes you seven years to crap it out. You know? I yeah, wouldn't yeah. have known it. I, I wouldn't have known it. She legit said, she's like, so I'd be 11 when this came out of me? I was, uh-huh. like, I was like, first off, being four and knowing how to add, you know, getting, I mean, pretty genius yeah. on the numbers there. But either way. I, I so, thought Abraham Lincoln was shot with a cannon until I was like 20-something. You yeah. felt John Wilkes Booth walked in with a cannon to the second. I honestly like I think when I was told the story that it happened like I didn't consider like handguns like I don't know like I was thinking like Revolutionary War you know Abraham Lincoln and like they only had cannons you know John Wilkes Booth was a cannon carrier right yeah like Looney Tunes like rolled it behind him while he was in the theater like just like in a row you know because I didn't even consider he was in a balcony back then yeah just canned him in the head that's literally what I thought have you ever been to Ford's theater Josh? No. Where is it? We went to we went to DC when I was a kid and did like, you know, the tour thing and we saw a show at Ford's Theater and they gave us the tour of like where Lincoln was shot, the like the balcony and everything. Pretty wild. Did you that jump is, off the balcony? That's something I would do. That's cool. No. no. And yelled no, death to not. all tyrants in Latin? Uh no, I did that's not. That's what he did. And he broke his leg. What is death to all tyrants? How, how what's that in Latin? Uh, I don't know. I used to have a list of the similarities between the Lincoln assassination and the Kennedy assassination. You know that's something pretty crazy. I don't know all of it, but I know what you mean. Yeah, it's uh, wild. That, There's a bunch uh, of different things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you I know, know one friend from a warehouse to a theater. One friend from a theater to a warehouse. Lee Harvey Oswald and uh, what the fuck? He just said his name. Uh, John Wilkes Booth. John Wilkes Booth have the same amount of letters in their name. Yeah, um, all kinds of weird. Vice stuff. president for Lincoln was Kennedy. The vice president for Kennedy was Lincoln. Yeah. yeah. Um, crazy. Oh, I know Uh, all that stuff about John Wilkes Booth from uh, National, the Nicolas Cage movie, the second one. National Treasure. Great movie. movie. Absolutely. Both, dude, both of them are good. The show, not a fan of. They Disney did it up. Never saw that, but the movies are great. 
Movies are movies good. are great. I always wanted a third one. Dude, the first two were phenomenal. I love two. That was like they Philadelphia kind of made a film renaissance in like the early two thousands where they're just showing Philadelphia in a bunch of films. And they tried to make it a, a city where you could shoot movies. And then they realized, like, nope, you can't. Um, but, you know, that one, I remember Shooter was another one, Invincible. Like, they had a bunch of filler stuff. But then, yeah, they were know, good, though. Crap yeah, they were good. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, Josh, I do want to talk about this. About your spiritual awakening, what are your plans for the future of your spiritual awakening? So, um, that's a good question. I am learning as I go, which that's going to be something that anybody goes through. This has to do, but, but that's I part have... of two of like growing your mind as far as like, you know, like you're like what we talked about, like not thinking 90% of the same stuff day after day, Yeah, right? like you're learning. Like, so really it's becoming like infectious, the learning, right? Yes. Because it's like giving you something new to process and think about and ponder. Right. Yeah. And the crazy part about all of it is it's kind of, it's not kind of, it's true that you're tricking yourself into something, but I will tell you this, that the wildest part about all this is having to integrate my new reality to old people's negative reality and the wrong, because whatever you think is your reality, right? It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, that's your reality. And to know that there's way more to this world than we think, and to see the way other people live their life, and then trying to teach other people this, is extremely hard. So my goal is I'm going to be moving to Florida and the goal is to open a spiritual slash health center. That's going to be like cryo and saunas, cryotherapy saunas. It's going to have like pickleball and basketball for athletics, but it's going to have yoga, meditation, diet and nutrition. Cause the biggest thing for this is people need to get healthy in order to start activate your pineal gland. And there's a lot of things that calcify it, like fluoride, things like that. But yeah, decalcify the, that the, thing. Yeah. The whole thing is really to get this spiritual center off the ground. And the funding is where I gotta come up with it. That's still I'm working on it. But I know that my whole life, ever since I was born, Peter, well, since I was young, people always like, you should lead something, you should teach something. And now I know not exactly how it all works. That's the cool part about it is it's a weird adventure. But I know that that's my that's what I've been meditating on. I've seen it in visions. I've already like when I meditate, sometimes I've already seen what this place looks like. So the goal is to slowly teach people, um, help them as I can, because really the main thing is to wake up yourself. It's not to wake others up. If you can, you kind of feel a calling to that when you go through this because you want other people to know like, you, and it's not in a mean way, but like you are living someone else's reality on how they're telling you to live it. You're living with lack. You're living with anger. You're living with resentment. You're living with everyone separate, these things. And it's it was extremely hard until probably about a month ago for me to just be like, you got to let other people live the way they want to live. Can't tell them what to do. They're just going to have to do it themselves. And if they don't, there's going to be problems. I'll bet you on it. I know there is. You got to want to do it. They're going to have to want to. Yeah, yeah. you're going to. I mean, like when if you knew like, dude, I always thought this. I was like, I agree with you as far as like, you know, people are going to make mistakes and there's going to be problems. And, you know, like you could see it coming a mile down the road. But some people in those scenarios, like you can you can tell them this all they want. But eventually they have to crash the car into the wall and then they need to cut. Like you just need to be there to support them when they do. You know what yes. I mean? Like that's the best friend you can be for them at that point. But so you're like, that's where you're at, you know, as far as like you're, if someone asks for advice, you're willing to give it, but you're really more concentrating on like growing your mind and your spiritual being and everything like that. Yes. I'm growing. I, and I can tell this, you can actually, it, the crazy part about it is when you start to focus on yourself, you can feel your consciousness changing. You can see yeah. new things you didn't see before. You pay attention to different things that, 
are obvious. They're right in front of your face, but maybe you were texting or dry, drinking a coffee or not paying attention to that are literally right like that. I promise you that if you somehow did this, Jay dub the same. If you've started to do some small things, this is my main thing is to plant seeds in people. So maybe they at least start to explore it on their own. But if both of your lives right now, if you started to see some of these numbers, if you started to see these not coincidences, they're meant to be there things, other things will start popping up. And the best thing I can say for people that are starting out is change your energy. Think about things different. Don't think about everything as a problem. Think about them as, hey, they're life challenges and I'm going to overcome them. And how it can benefit you and why you'll why you'll be able to overcome certain things. And you will start to notice random shit comes up in your day that you're like, I didn't ever see that before. And it's been there the whole time. And that's my main thing is evolve my own consciousness, open this place so I can teach others. But mainly me, because you need to be selfish in this scenario. You have to be able to do it on your own before you can help others. And yeah. the crazy part is when you that. start to plant seeds for people, Crazy shit happens. Like for my girlfriend, for instance, I started planting seeds for her. She's having wild shit happen in her life that she's like, dude, I didn't know this was even a thing before. Now weird stuff's happening to her all the time. So mm. it's cool. It's scary at first because that's one other thing I want to do is when I do get to teach people this, I want them to not be me and don't be so afraid because yeah. I was petrified. I thought all these things were after me. I thought I was going to die. I thought that. Every time that I had a consciousness evolution, I was like, oh, no, that means I'm going to die because this is too good to be true. All these yeah. things I thought were happening were only for my best good. I've learned lessons that if I can't show it to you right now, but I have a dream journal. And every night when I wake up, I could remember a dream here and there. I remember every dream now and they're starting to connect. Dude. One dream connects to the next dream, which connects to the next dream. The other day I had a dream that was so real that I woke up and I wrote it down. I look back from a dream like in the beginning of December and they literally connected a storyline all the way down for like a month. It's been nuts. And like to know that your soul or your spirit, whatever you want to call it, is living multiple different lives all the time. and You're just one of them is crazy to me because I like I said, things if you saw my journal that I write all my stuff, you would see synchronicities and things that happen that you'd be like, you would never look for it. Number one. But number two, you would never, I would have never thought this is the way life is, but it really truly is, which is nuts. Dude, that's incredible. I had what a dream. Amazing perspective. Go ahead. I had, a, I had a dream the other night where I had huge boobs and I was trying to find like a bra to like hide them real quick because I was like getting changed in a room and someone was trying to open the door and I, I couldn't find like a, a coverage for these huge boobs. And then I woke up and I was like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means, man. <laughs> so I, yeah. And I've been having dreams. I buy cigarettes how, a lot. How how big are we talking, Justin? She, like, how big she, are like these boobs? comically huge. And I remember not like like F's. The, like huge. And I remember in the dream, like the boobs were not like a worry to me. It was like a like I didn't want anyone to see them. I was protective wow. of the boobs. I know and, people can't see this, but look like this is my dream book. And it's been going. You got any boobs in that book? Yeah. No boobs in the book. You, but or, I you write ever, everything detailed as I can. And I went from not knowing anything to knowing any, to remembering everyone. You've had any uh, nocturnal emission dreams in that dream journal? What's that? A nocturnal wet you dream. Wet dream? Uh, yeah, I have like three times. Yeah. The, is I, it in the journal? I get wet dreams sometimes. <laughs> uh, it is in the journal. I write every dream in the journal that I can possibly like, do. Because I used to, like I said, maybe here and there I remember them. I remember every single dream every single night. Dude, I wonder if that's, that's crazy. Like a, well, that's they say like they also, use a machine that can do it now too in Japan. Well, 
There's a side awesome. there's a side effect of like that's a side effect of you being sober now too, Josh. You that's know what true. I mean? Like like before, like dude, I don't know, maybe because I got the CTE gimmick or whatever, but I never remember my dreams, man. Never. Well, do you ever try to remember? Them? That's another thing. I probably don't try either. When you wake up, <laughs> I do. Matt, I do get a lot it? of. I do get a lot of night terrors though. So. Matt, when you go to sleep tonight, you don't have to do anything crazy. Just say to yourself out loud in your mind, whatever. I'm gonna remember my dream. If it doesn't work, try it again tomorrow, the next day. Eventually, you'll start to remember them. That's how I did it. And when I woke up, the first time was like a really weird one, and I wrote a little bit down. Now they're full. Like, look, just real quick. This is just last night's dream is this entire thing right here. I remembered all that shit from the dream, where before it was like one word that I would remember, one phrase. Yeah. And it's, it's, like... it's a slow evolution that you start to do, which just means you're waking up. Hmm. All right, good. Not I'm going to start doing it. Mine are insane. Dude, dreams it's cool. are it's really, what really make cool Because the other thing horrible. is you start, to, you start to change your dreams. Mine were all about death in the beginning. Now they're all like awesome things about new jobs, new experiences. What is, um, what's the one where you can like control your dreams and like Lucid travel? Dreaming. Yeah, you into that. I I did it one time. It was really cool. It was like an astral projection. Yeah, astral projecting with the they try like uh yeah. Dude, it was nuts. I was flying around planets and shit. It was cool. Yeah, I see. I I meditate sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, Matt, you got to decalcify your pineal gland. I'll meditate sometimes, and I'll say I talk to my cellular kingdom in the morning. I get the boys all fired up before I leave the house. I like it. Yeah. You should, man. Keep doing it. I promise you. Yeah, you'll talk to your to cellular notice. kingdom. <laughs> it's, dude, oh, you'll start to notice all. this shit all the time. I promise if you just do a little bit of work, it's not easy because we live crazy lives, but it's fun. What? What? I mean, what is your cellular kingdom? All your cells. Like, I'm, I am a, a big glob of a whole bunch of things, technically. You're a universe to yourself. That's what yeah. you want. You so you gotta get that, them all fired up. There's got gut uh, bacteria. You know, gotta get do going. You know, do you know what's something that tripped me out the other day? Think about this, guys. Think about this. You see your finger? Where does your finger end and the world begin? Right? Can you see where your finger ends? And then because your finger's touching something, right? Yeah. Like right now, my finger's vibration. touching something. There's air, there's something there, right? Where does my finger end and the world begin? And that's pretty crazy to think about. Another crazy thing is you never physically touch anything. No matter what you think, there's always yeah. a little bit of space atoms between, between every single thing. Yeah. Do you feel the atoms in between the your fingers technically when you squeeze yeah. them together? So you, you get it, dude. You get I mean technically. This is like like high like this is a, like high talking geniuses on this show, babe. Come on. Like um, the mushrooms is fucking bang. You, you can look at anything and know what it would feel like against your tongue. That's nuts, right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, crazy Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god, I'm looking around. I know <laughs> you also can see your nose at all times. That one always messes me up. It blows my mind. You can see your nose what? at all times. Your you like your brain just blocks it out for you, but you can see your nose at all times. Like it's there. You just like if you close one eye, you can see it. And you can see it with the other eye. It's just your when you have both eyes open and that your vision comes in upside down, which is insane. Yeah. Dude, it's that. See, dude, you're there. J Dub, you're already kind of there, man. You're working on it, which is cool. Dude, I, I'm in. I, I've, uh, yeah, I'm in everything. I've, I've been, I know the five pillars of Islam. <laughs> yeah, nice. That's uh, one thing that always kind of got to me, too. Religion is a. Is I like bullshit. to think you got to wash your feet before you go pray. Uh, I don't know about pray, all that. You can't be praying. You got to do your wallahi, and you can't be praying with dirty feet. Well, sure. that's day one stuff, babe. I know that's yeah, cool. Day one. Religion. No that's another thing that bothers me, though, is because religion teaches you God is outside of you, 
It's not true. You're a piece of God. You're just a, you're, you're living your own experience and you're manifesting at all times. Like you are everything you are right now. You've manifested at some point. You think you can move stuff with your mind? I don't know. Probably. That's the key. You know uh, if anything, like, if there's a goal to this, we've got to get to a point where we get like Jedi powers. At least Jedi mind is. trick. Yeah. That's, you know what, Jada? That's the best way I can describe what you just said is that the energy that I feel like between my hands and shit, it feels like a force. That's yeah. the best way to describe it. I can't. I'm trying to push it. it. I don't want to say I can't. I know I can't, but I can't. Not tell with that you, attitude. But... You got to manifest it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yes, you can. I don't know about moving shit. Yeah. You sure can, Josh. You can start with automated doors and step up from there. All right. Nice. All right. Yeah, I can do automated. Every time you open a target, you're like, <laughs> I'm doing that before I stepped on the, the weight pad. You know that. I like it. Oh, man. That's tough. So, all right. We are coming towards the top of time. J-Dub. I want to hit up J-Dub's question. Josh, J-Dub here is going to have some questions for you. You can give him some answers. It's going to be a lot of fun. J-Dub, try getting something new in tonight, babe. Wait, think? A couple of new this- things. I wrote this question before I knew you were the guest. You believe in ghosts? (laughs) (laughs) Do I? They absolutely, 100%. I don't believe that they're ghosts. They're just different forms of energy living on a different frequency than we are. But yes. Well, fun. I also wrote this before. Weird you wrote that, huh? Weird Weird I wrote this. What's your favorite conspiracy theory? (laughs) Um, See what I mean about weird things that happen. Um, I would say that I would say the the Earth is flat. (laughs) Do you believe in the ice wall version? Are you a flat earther? I am. I wasn't, but I am. It's not that. Here's what I'll say. I've never been to space, so I can't tell you from some random picture that somebody else took what something really is. But I can tell you that every map that was drawn before like 17 something had it as a flat earth. And that's even when people were traveling around. So I can't tell you for sure because I've never been to space. But I can tell you that there's a lot of weird scenarios of government firing nuclear weapons at the sky there's a lot of of like weird shit that goes on that i think is hidden from us what's on the other side of the ice wall more land what uh how do satellites work that i don't know (laughs) wait where's the other side what ice wall so some people believe the earth is flat and like there's a ring of ice like so like when you sail any direction out of the ocean you hit like antarctica at some point and so it is just a wall of ice that keeps us in this bubble because water is always flat this is like their dumb logic of why there's no curvature of water <laughs> and so that's why i don't i don't know we're in like a big cup i guess is the idea and um but then it requires the other issue with that is how do you fly from california to japan and then yeah, how do you I, dude, I i don't know but that's the thing is when I look at it, I'm not saying it is or it isn't. I'm no, I just know. saying that I'm done with people telling me things until I see it with my own eyes. Um, I love I like it. it. They're my favorite. I love all of them. Uh, yeah. I follow like a bunch of Instagram pages that like do are flat earth believers. I follow Larry Johnson. He used to be an NFL running back. He believes in like numerology and like geometry. Oh, or, uh, Penn State Ger- alum. Germantra LJ? or something like that. Yeah. And, and Tartaria, the awakening, like the old uh, mudslides that covered all these cities that used to exist. And they had like weird. Well, you, guys know the dry, you know what the the driest theory is, right? The Where, driest. Like, yeah. The driest. It's like there's something driest theory about how evolu- how the world has reset itself like multiple times from different asteroids slamming into it. But it's not like it's a fake thing. It's on Netflix right now. You can go watch it. It's I can um, see that. It's called Ancient Apocalypse, and you could see all these crazy buildings and all these things that people thought were just mounds. The weirdest thing to me is 
how all these different civilizations that supposedly had no communication all built these exact same pyramids all over the world. Yeah, that's that's, that's something that I am like, okay, what is the deal with the pyramids? Because there's a yep. bunch of these. Dude, they're finding them in mountains and shit now. And I'm like, okay, what the, the deal with the pyramids, babe? Come on. Yeah. yeah, there's some fun stuff there. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, my favorite conspiracy right now is that I know – that she's the biggest pop star in the world and he's the best tight end in the NFL, but they're only together <laughs> for the paparazzi and the NFL is scripted. My favorite conspiracy right now. I don't like it. It's I don't like it. Can you swim? Great at swimming, yeah. Huh? What about you, Matt? How's your swim game? It's pretty good. You know, uh, last year, uh, a little over a year ago, I got really into swimming laps because I was big on the bike. Then my bike got really messed up and Cabot said he could fix it. And then he's like, all right, just drop it off. I'll have it done by the end of the week. Three months later, still hadn't touched my bike. And I was like, all right, Cabot, I'm just, you know, but, but, but during that whole time I took up swimming and I would do laps and stuff at, I would do laps at the LA fitness. This is I'm in the Northeast. So the LA fitness in the Northeast, which was a blast, (laughs) but I would do laps there. And then I would go to my mom's house at the shore and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have like a, they do like a, uh, like a triathlon there. And it's by like where I take my daughter swimming in the, in the channel. And I was like, you know what? I'll maybe I'll swim out to the buoy. It's a quarter mile out. I do a bunch of laps, you know, (laughs) dude, I made it like part of the way out. One, it was in the morning. So it was a little colder, made it part of the way out. Right. Felt something hit my leg. And I was like, well, we're fucking done. We're turning around. (laughs) Also, it was a really choppy day. And I'll say this, as far as, like, flat Earth goes, dude, Mother Nature runs the fucking show on this planet. I don't want you to think any differently. Because when I was in that water, I was like, bro, Mother Nature could have her way with me at the drop of a hat. I'm like, nothing on this planet. Anytime. Mother Nature runs the show, bro. Like, Mother Nature wants you gone, you're gone. So, Matt, saying something about the cold of the water, that's a good point for people to do if they want to start to um, open up new neuropathways. When you do cold plunges. It's all propaganda. Don't listen to them. This is the cold industry trying to get you. The cold is evil. Don't let the cold try and convince you. It's it's sodas. It's everything. When you put your body through stress. This is big cold. Don't listen to them. The winter is terrible. Move to Florida. Do oh, not yeah. take cold showers. Big cold is out here telling you Big, to buy more this is ice. Tops. Propaganda. I hate this idea. And I will never up. do it. Open All up right, new neural pathways. Josh, go ahead. Tell, tell us open about up new neural pathways. Fast. Do fasting all you can. I didn't eat for five days the other week, and <laughs> I felt the best I've ever felt in my life. No wonder you're a lean, good-looking son of a bitch. God, you drink water during the fast, or water yeah, and water. black coffee. But I will say, okay. before I met and you, Matt, I was like, two, like a two hundred and nineteen pounds, and now I'm one eighty two and shredded from fasting. Where do you? Were you really? I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, because you've all you've been lean the whole time I've known you. I started fasting like a month before I met you. So okay, so that's probably why. Yeah, but I did see like a big drop. Like I, didn't, I guess it wasn't that big, but I did. I do remember like you coming in, and then one day I'm like, Jesus, Josh, man, you're like fucking really skinny now. You're yeah. always skinny, but I was like, man, now you're really. Skinny. So I'm not eating all the processed foods I used to eat. I was a big get high and eat pizza, wings, cheesesteaks, uh, burgers, all that shit. Uh, no seed oils. You're not doing seed oils, right? You gotta nope, stay away none. from seed oils. 
I sure do. I will say though, I'll cheat and have like like last night. I had this is the first time in a while, but I had a whole thing of cookie dough ice cream. It was terrific. <laughs> oh, dude, you must have just like annihilated the bathroom. Later. I did. No, I don't. Like shit. I do not want to get into shit talk, Justin. I, <laughs> I just want to point today. that out. Don't just let's keep it moving, right, Justin. Fine. Enough. No, fine, fine. You know what? You fine, Justin. Fine. Fucking talk about shit. Talk I went about to shit. The... I know you fucking love talking about it. So let's fucking talk about some shit. Hey, does that align your chakras, Josh? Shit in the line. Shit chakras. You got shit chakras. Look how my yeah, energy Justin. lights up. So I went to the William Penn Inn on Saturday. It's what my parents like. Love they, they take us Penn. all there. I love William Penn. Nice wait, wait. Little... On Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. So you had like dinner, dinner. You didn't do yeah. the ba- no, breakfast No, no, not buffet. the breakfast boy, though. Oh, the last dude, dinner. the Sunday morning buffet. Have you ever had it? Yeah. When we're, yeah. That it was like terrific. after confirmation and after uh, Dude, my wife, that's like a, it's a Father's Day thing is the nice. Sunday buffet. I was I'm pretty jazzed about it. Pretty jazzed so about it. It's a good tradition. Good Father's Day buffet, baby. But long story yeah. short, had a fucking one of the smoothest bowel movements the next day. And I was like, you know what? You get what you pay for. You know, you yeah, get you a do. nice, good meal. I got some crab imperial, nice little filet. <laughs> whipped potatoes and that thing slid out of me and i was like you know what this is what those elites are doing up there they're That's eating the good reason. and they're and they're pooping smooth and easy smooth <laughs> shits my friend dude why do you gotta say the p word i let you have shit talk and you gotta say the p word i don't say i i'm a i'm a poop man uh, i don't like saying shit that's it's so derogatory. It's the dude. It's so much Poop? better of a word. Oh, it's the fucking worst word ever. Is it? Is it wrong if I offer to steal stuff for the homeless guy who sits outside of Wawa? No. Like I'm like, I won't buy you anything, but I'll steal you anything out of the store you want. No. And normally, but then I'm giving him, uh, like, uh, really aiding and abetting. Yeah, you know, an accomplice, if I'm making him an accomplice. To this I'm using my white privilege for good because I can steal from Wawa and he can't. Mm. But I'm now making him uh, an accomplice. Yeah. Does that make white privilege your superpower? I mean, if we're not going to get Jedi Force powers, I mean, that's probably one of them. I mean, I yeah, am tall you know, and white. I get away with a get. lot. Would you rather have superior athleticism and a monster genitalia or be able to steal stuff from Wawa? Or with be impunity? black. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. No, you can only steal from rural farms. They're invading in our territory. Before, I heard it's good. It's terrible. It's not it terrible. Is. It smells awful in there. And it's it's, been, it smells like oily, like greasy chicken. And then one time I walked in there drunk and I was like, oh, I get it. It smells okay. banging when you're hammered in here. And I'll it tell you, disgusting I'll when tell you something that will help your digestion. If you eat regular, if you eat fruits, they take an hour and a half to three hours to leave your digestive tract. Vegetables are about 10 to 14 hours. If you eat meat, it's 48 to 52 hours sometimes. So imagine you taking a steak, throwing it in the summer heat for two days, and that's what's sitting in your body. So try eating fruit a couple of days and watch how much better your brain works. Ooh, I eat a banana every day. <laughs> but I also eat I'm Burger big, King every other day. I'm, my <laughs> wife's European, and for some reason, I mean, Europeans in their fruit, baby. They love it. Yeah, I love but I'm big on uh, Dude, I'll tell you, it's the kids, the things kids eat now as opposed to when we were kids – it's like it's unreal how much better they are eating than when we did, you know, like, dude, as a child there, I can, I mean, I know for me at least. And it's just because it's like what it was back then. But there was days we were going without vegetables. You know what I mean? All like, time, yeah, Dude, like especially like, dude, she's getting fruit and vegetables at, with every meal, you know, like because she gets she eats at her daycare and she eats at home and she always gets fruit. And like, and she, dude, she loves it. She's like, yeah. I was like, what do you want to eat? She's like, oh, can I have an apple? I love apples. I'm like, really? 
Are you uh, a fucking dude, kid? Don't you want some gushers? Dude, uh, ooh, gushers are terrific, but a honey oh, crisp dude. apple with some peanut butter on it. Ooh, that's oh, good. dude, honey crisp is a time, babe. Yeah. That's the best apple on the market, daddy. Yeah, it is. I like Granny Smith. Granny You're a fucking twat. You're a fucking twat. <laughs> Don't like even. You, you're just saying that's the only apple you could think of. Nothing compares to a honey crisp. They're bigger, they're juicier, they're crispier. Oh, they're definitely crispier. Oh, they're so crisp. So crisp. Fucking crisp. So crisp. Yeah, I can't. What are you saying? I can only name like four apples. Fuji, Red Delicious, Granny Smith, Honey Crisp. (laughs) Green. Green. Those like kind of yellowy ones that are expensive. And you take the sticker off and then you just take the cheap sticker from the sugar bee apples. I love apples. Crab apples. Crab apples. Candy apples. Seven, eight. There was a black girl who went to my high school named Apples. Nine. Oh, I remember Apples. Yeah, she was cool as shit. Light skin. Um, I mean, I you know I wouldn't judge. Played her basketball. Her skin. <laughs> She's like a light skin girl that played yeah. basketball. Yeah. Um, those are all the apples I know. Nice apple knowledge. Thank you. Uh, your phone. Apple iPhone. Ten. Um. Yeah. Man, this guy's an apple connoisseur. I love it. Yep. All right, keep going, Justin. Um, what's her name? Gwyneth Paltrow and that other guy's kid. Their na- that kid's named Apple. Levin. That's uh, the uh, guy from Gwyneth Coldplay. Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin, I believe his name. Yeah. Is. All right. Gwyneth no Paltrow was also in Hook. She was. Oh, she was Wendy, right? She played young Wendy. Yeah. Hook's such a good movie because she's Gwyneth Paltrow is Steven Spielberg's niece. Great movie, by the way. I didn't know that. Oh, phenomenal, dude! They, I mean, Hook is absolutely incredible. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Hook comes up a lot on the show, dude. I'll tell you, when Rufio dies in Hook, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler, if you haven't seen it, dude. That's why. That's why shit like that is why our generation is tougher than kids these days. Fucking yeah, Rufio dying, Mufasa dude. getting trampled. Like we lived through that shit as kids, baby. I saw the hey. clip. Do you remember when the horse gets stuck in the mud in the Never-Ending Story? And oh, oh, so sad. Oh, so sad. Oh, our text. I blocked I blocked that out. I saw a clip of it on Instagram and I was like, oh my god. I forgot I watched that horse die. With their bluey and paw patrol, they don't fucking know. It was on um It's on Hulu, the original Robocop, which I don't know if you've ever seen. Red Foreman dismembers that dude with a shotgun. In like the Which first minute? like ten minutes of that movie, and I was like, I saw this when I was six. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We talked about it the other day. My dad, I I did a clip of it. Went pretty well. But uh, I talked about how my dad took me to see Braveheart in theaters four times when I was nine. Oh, yes, it was good. He was a big fan of that stuff because I remember. Freedom! Oh yeah, because I guess Saving Private Ryan came out. Maybe I was twelve. That was good. It, and we went to see that in theaters a lot. <laughs> yeah. You learned something today, boy. That was the first time I saw my dad ever get visibly upset. Because that first, he just, he had, I guess he had trouble. He was ex-military. He had trouble watching a couple of Ooh, that sounds rough. Yeah, get yeah. You. yeah, I'll get you. Get you every time. Yep. All right, Justin, jo- keep it going. Josh, do you have any questions for me? Um, Why do you like what, the word poop? What okay, is, fine. yeah. What's your thoughts on ghosts? Uh, so uh, when people tell me they see, here's my politically, here's my political answer. Uh, when people tell me they saw a ghost, I believe them that they believe they saw a ghost. Sure. Okay. End That's of fair. statement. <laughs> All right. 
does my mother believe in banshees and leprechauns? Is my mother uh, from Ireland? Yes. Uh, does she drink an exorbitant amount? These things can both be true. I just don't think that ghosts or banshees or leprechauns exist. Fair. <laughs> what? And, then and if for you. if ghosts did exist, why are they always old white people from like the 1600s? And where are all the black ghosts? That's fair. There's going to be I... so many ghosts in Afghanistan. <laughs> I feel like. It's more. I bu- I don't believe in ghosts either. I believe that it's more of like a like I said a different frequency than we're on that a lot of people don't see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and the, could an aberration exist? I mean, I believe in spontaneous human combustion, so I believe anything's possible. The way the way I like to think about it is like you're tuning a radio station, and say you're trying to listen to a certain station, but you don't tune it to the right channel, you're never going to hear that. Same way with seeing shit. If you don't tune your brain or whatever to the right channel, you're never going to see those. If you don't decalcify your pineal gland, Matt. Yeah. Uh-oh. Better Get take care of that. Better take care of that. Start so, chipping away at all it. right. We are coming towards the top O time. Josh, uh, dude, I'll tell you, me and Justin are usually on the same page with this, but we would love to have you back on the show if you'd be willing to come back on. Yeah, absolutely. And next time I do it, I would. I'm going to you know what I'm going to do for the next time that I'm on. Just starting today, I'm actually going to do it in my journal. I'm going to write specific things down that happened that are occurrences and things that happened to me. And I'll put it in the journal. And real quick, at the beginning, I'll just read off like the top five so you can see how these synchronicities work when you start to actually start realizing. Dude, I love that idea. So let's do this then. I'm going to, this is a first time for the show, J Dub. First time we're ever doing this on the show. I know you're excited. I know you love it. And I know you love it. All right. So let's do this. All right. So today's day, I mean, I'm, 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 uh, I'm dating us, but the show is going to air. So the show airs today, February 13th. <laughs> um, so either way, so February 13th is when it airs, right? Hi, so, future Justin. Did you have fun future. in Florida? Yep, you sure did. Um, so let's get you back, Josh. We're booking live here. First time ever booking live on the show. Let's get you back. Is March 26th good enough, or do you want longer? No, that's perfect. I'm going to have – that's why, like, dude, you don't understand. Like, this happens to me all day throughout the day. I'm going to just write down the main ones that I have and then top, get the top five of them. And if anybody ever – if somebody listens to this and wants to learn anymore – Text me or call me. It's 267-290-9594 is the cell phone number. Um, but yeah, I'm going to, that sounds perfect to me in March. I'll have these written down and I'm going to just, when we start the episode, I'm going to read them off and show you the crazy coincidences that are not coincidences that happen throughout your life. Perfect. I'm putting it in now and you will receive a meeting invite. <laughs> I'll be here. Well, I'll be uh, also, here. also we are going to have a link or we'll have uh, your contact information and links to your stuff in the description of this episode. So if anyone is interested in getting a spiritual awakening from Josh, give him a call or, or text him or contact him. We'll have all the information listed in the description of this episode. So, okay. We are coming towards the top O time. So Josh, is there anything you like to say to your friends and family before we, uh, before we get out of here? Um, yes. I, first of all, I appreciate you two guys for having me. Um, I don't know. I know that your audience is growing and I know that you guys do a good job. So, I hope, I truly hope this for everyone that you start to realize all this stuff happening in your life isn't random. If you're listening to this episode and you it resonates with you, it's not random that it is. It's meant for something. And each person that hears this, do yourself a favor. Start to just 
think about these things and see if small things don't start to pop up where you go, oh, maybe it was right there. Oh, maybe it was right there. Do yourself a favor, even if they're small things. And I promise you, the more you change your energies, the more things start to come to you that you would not expect. Damn, I like that. Nice. All right. Very good. Uh, thank you for that. Justin, what do you got before we get the hell out of here? Change your outlook, change your life. It's important. Like it. Love you got to love yourself. Great way. Wow. Love it. Very important. It's difficult. And it, it feels gay, but you have to love yourself. Oh, it's yeah. so gay. It's like the gayer, gayest of gay. A lot of this, but sayings feel gay and you have to tell them to your like mantras and stuff that feels real yeah. gay too you do Dude, it in I, here wait real quick because then i'll stop but like so true that feels if, so lame dude it's it's yeah, like felt, if my girlfriend hurt i wait till she leaves work and i'll audibly like talk to myself in the mirror and i'm like yeah I fucking dude, it hate felt you. so <laughs> fake and so horny to say these things to myself in the beginning now i'm used <laughs> to it so i don't care but dude, I used to go, what am I doing? Like, yeah. this sounds so stupid and so <laughs> weird. But then it becomes part of your day and you're like, oh, it's, yeah. who cares? That's the other thing. You gotta stop judging yourself. No matter what you yeah. do, don't judge yourself. It's dumb to judge yourself. It's literally- yeah, Judge other more, people. Don't judge yourself. Yeah. When you judge, judge I mean this for real. people. When you judge yourself or others, you are literally, you are like the dumbest person in the world to me when you start judging because then it's, you're just, that judgment is really you just projecting your own stuff on someone else. Yeah. No matter what yeah. it is. Dude, could not agree more. Well, speaking of not judging and being gay, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, coming today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, and our guest is the incredible, the amazing, outstanding Josh Jovanovich. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can also on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on Twitter and TikTok at Working Pod. And if you would like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. And please like and subscribe so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Thank you for listening and have a great one. Thanks. See you.